Make me a servant, humble and meek. Lord, let me lift up those who are weak, and may the praise of my heart always be. Make me a servant, make me a servant today. Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. He's your God too. And he's my God too. <laughs> I just got to throw that in there because we serve the same God. We serve a true and living God who changed not. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. <laughs> so who you serving? You know, I came on here to be nosy. You, you serving somebody? You allowing God to use you for his glory? Are you allowing God to use the gifts and the talents that he placed in you for his glory? Because being a minister, being a pastor, being an elder, being evangelist, and being a born-again believer, we are all called to servitude. Some have titles. Some have titles. Some don't. Don't make you less a servant. Can I get a hallelujah? So I was just soaking in the presence of God. And he, you know, submitted to service, founded on being a servant and being a servant unto God. And he's constantly reminding me to submit myself and humble myself and serve. And so often we love to, you know, be at the forefront and we want, you know, the glitz and the glamour. But like Matthew twenty twenty seven, it says, whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant that God requires us to serve first that you can show me the type of leader you're going to be depending on the type of servant you can be amen and then verse 28 says even as the son of man came not came not came not I'm gonna repeat that again came not to be ministered unto but to minister in his life a ransom for many we're talking about God 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 Alpha Omega, the beginning and the end, the one who created heaven and earth came in the flesh to minister, came in the flesh to serve. How awesome is that? Jesus could have came, showed a few cute signs and wonders and then kicked his feet up and let them feed him grapes because I'm God. Bow down and worship me. But he was truly the best example on how to serve God. Jesus submitted, even being God in the flesh, even being equal with God, for he said, me and the Father are one. But yet he humbled himself to be a servant unto the Father, that we may learn how to be a servant unto the Father. I just love that. Jesus came to serve. Jesus came to give of himself He didn't come for people to see him for all that he is and to be worshipped. He came to be a servant. 
a servant. Think about that. That this is the one who turned water into wine. He opened blind eyes. He caused the lame to leap. He cleaning lepers and, you know, feeding five thousands. And all of the things that Jesus did, he served. He didn't sit back and just say, y'all worship me and I'll do a little here and there. But you, you do you, I do me. Jesus walked and walked and walked to serve from this, this, well, we we would say state because he went from Galilee to this place to this place. And he just walked to be a servant, to see who he can help, to see who he can heal, to see who he can minister to, to see who he can love on, to see who he can encourage. And being in the image of Christ Jesus, who are we loving on? Who are we encouraging? Who are we, um, Um, giving our service and our time to who are we taking the time out to go visit them to see if they okay especially with everything going on a lot of people can't go outside a lot of especially the elderly like this is the time to really uh stand up and be a you know really be in the image of God because he calls us to the widow and the orphan. That's what the word of God says. So to really go and reach out and say, who can I love on? Who can I visit? You know, they don't have too many people. You may not be able to visit, but even if you just go tap on their door, don't go inside like, Hey, I just want to come and check on you. See if you're okay. I just want to love on you. See if you're okay. Pick up the phone, give those extra calls, send them over a little care package. This is the time to do that because we are called to serve. Let me get back into the word. Galatians 1.10. For do I persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I please men, I should not be a servant of God. So everything we do, it has to be for God. Even in your your the, the ministry of service, you have to do it unto God. It can't be about people. It can't be about claps. It can't be about applause. It has to be, how does this how does this make Jesus feel? How does this make Jesus feel? How does this make Jesus feel? How is my conduct? How is my attitude? How is my giving? How is my loving? How is this making Jesus feel? Am I being a servant? Am I giving all of me? Am I allowing the gifts and the talents that Jesus placed in me? Am I allowing it to be used for his glory? Or am I being selfish, holding it for myself and giving it to whom I want to give it to? And don't misinterpret. I know the Bible says don't throw your pearls to swine, but that's talking about people who don't want to receive the gift that is in you, who don't want to receive the word that is in you. But God has placed people around us that we are to submit and serve. That we are to pick up and pick up the phone and shoot that text message and send that care package and send that extra love because God called us to serve. There are so many people who are hurting, who are discouraged, who feel defeated. And God has placed something in you that you and only you can be able to encourage the people that are around you. To love on the people that are around you. Philippians 2.3 Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in the lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. To esteem someone better than yourself is to say, I'm going to put you before I put myself. And no, once again, do not misinterpret. I know the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. I can't love you any more than I love me. Amen. So please, please don't misinterpret what I'm saying. 
but to esteem your neighbor more than yourself, meaning that I'm willing to be a servant even when I'm tired. I'm willing to love you even though I'm tired. I'm willing to come and visit you even though I'm a little tired because you may need the love. You may need the encouragement. You may need the support. I'm willing to give up myself because Jesus called me to be a servant. Maybe that's for your wife. Maybe that's for your husband. Maybe that's for your children. Maybe that's for your parents. Maybe that's for your neighbor. Maybe it's for your boss. Maybe it's for your coworkers. I don't know. You know who God has called you to. You have your own ministry. You have your own ministry. And there are people that are connected to you that God has called you to. And we sometimes mistake people in our lives for us to take and for what they can give. Instead of what can we give? What can I do for the kingdom of God? How can I help for the kingdom of God? How can I love for the kingdom of God? How can I serve for the kingdom of God? This is not the time. Uh, it's not the time to say me, 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 I, I, I. This is the time to serve. This is the time to submit to the feet of Christ and say, Lord, you came to be a minister. You came as a ransom. You came to lay down your life. You came to wash our feet. You came to, t- to, to take off of our filthy garments and put on a garment of righteousness. He came to wash our clothes. Come on. Whew. Think about that. We grown and Jesus came and washed our clothes. He removed those filthy rags and put on us a garment of righteousness. So he, he just came to serve and, and to love on us and to encourage us. And we can really take these examples and really be Christ in the earth. That is what Jesus said. They will know you by your love, right? That's what Jesus said, right? So how do you show love? By being there, by being a servant, by being that person that really encourages and really goes the extra mile, not looking for nothing in return because you know that everything you do is unto God, that you know your blessings and your reward is in heaven, that you're doing it just to be obedient to the call. He calls us to be a servant. He said, if any man desires to follow me, let him serve me. And where I am, there so my servant shall also be. Hallelujah. If I'm going to follow you, Jesus, that means I got to serve you. And how do I serve you? By catering to the people of God. By being an assistant to the people of God. By humbling myself and seeing who can I help in this hour. By humbling myself and seeing who can I encourage at this hour. And sometimes... Especially, especially when you feel the, you feel down, you feel overwhelmed, you feel like you need encouragement, you feel like you need some help. Those be the best, I'm telling you, family, those be the best moments to reach out and love on somebody. Those are the best moments to reach out and encourage somebody. Those be the best moments. Why? Because you need it. And what we don't realize is when we humble ourselves and become the servants that Christ calls us, we receive healing. We receive encouragement. We receive the very thing we need in being a servant. I have 
I, I mean, as a witness, I'm, t- I'm telling you this as a witness, there were days that I was, feel- I was feeling so down and I was feeling so low. And then the Holy Spirit would put somebody on my heart and I would give them a call and they, will, they would be just as down as I am. And I'm like, what's going on, sis? And they will tell me what's going on. And then I start, you know, t- you know declaring and decreeing the word of God. And I'm telling them that God is for them and God is with them and God this and God. And before I knew it, I'm like, yeah, God is good. Good. And the very, you know, that moment where I was feeling down because I went and encouraged them, I received the same encouragement. Now we both laughing and giving, you know, spiritual high fives <laughs> and thanking God for his goodness. But because I took the time to be a servant, I didn't ignore the promptings of the Holy Spirit because I was in my feelings. I didn't know, ignore the promptings of the Holy Spirit because I was in a mood. I didn't ignore the promptings of the Holy Spirit because things didn't come my way. Whether there's trials, whether there's tribulation, a servant is a servant. At the end of the day, it's just like when we gave our life to Jesus Christ, we can't take no days off. You can't tell Jesus, I don't feel like being a servant today. Imagine Jesus came down and when the 10 lepers came, he, he didn't feel like being God that day. What if when they followed him and he saw the multitudes and he got frustrated and aggravated, like, why all of y'all follow me? I don't feel like being God today. And all those people, they, they was hungry. Jesus didn't take no days off. He still ain't taking no days off. The Bible says he who keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. He's always attentive. He's always attentive. He's always looking for an opportunity to bless you. He's always looking for an opportunity to heal you. He's always looking for an opportunity to open up a door that no man can shut. He's always looking for an opportunity to show you his glory. He's always looking for an opportunity to show you his face. He's always looking for an opportunity to connect you with the right people. Hallelujah. He's always looking looking for a way to love on us. But are we always looking for an opportunity to be a servant unto God? Are we always looking for an opportunity to see who we could be a blessing to? Because we can't pick and choose just like you can't pick and choose. If you today, I don't, yeah, you know what? I woke up today. I don't feel like being a wife or I don't feel like being a husband. Can you really say that? How your spouse going to look at you? They going to laugh like, yeah, all right. How how your kids going to look at you? Um, Today, I gave up being a parent. <laughs> that don't even sound right. Your kids need you. We, is there some things we just can cannot do? And as parents and as spouses, our mind is made, I'm going to be there for my wife. I'm going to be there for my husband. I'm going to be there for my children. But do you boldly, confidently say, I'm going to be there for my Jesus? Because he called me to be a servant. And and, and sometimes it doesn't require a lot. I know you're busy and you got your own family and you maybe really overwhelm yourself. But all it takes is that little two minute to five minute phone call. All it takes is for you to drive by and drop off a nice little care package. All it takes is for you to just reach out and say, hey, you're not alone. I love you. God loves you. All it takes is for us to get outside of ourselves and choose to be a servant. How many people are sitting there waiting for us to wash their feet? How many? How many people are waiting? 
Many of them. And we got to choose, am I, am I letting my assignments pass me by? Am I, I really allowing my assignments to pass me by? Because I'm in my feelings or I'm tired or I'm overwhelmed? Galatians 5.13 For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. But by love serve one another. You have been given a freedom. You have been given a liberty in Jesus Christ. For where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Are you you using what Jesus has given you as an opportunity to love on someone else? To help someone else? You have an area of expertise that someone else needs. Are you willing to really put yourself out there and help someone and not look for something in return? That it's not about what you can get or I I owe you, but about pleasing God and serving God, knowing that your reward is in heaven. I have to keep saying that your reward is in heaven. Please know everything that you do, everything that you do for the kingdom of God, you will receive. You will receive. God never like, he is so awesome. Like, I felt like any and everything that I've ever done, God doubled that thing. He doubled it. Because he loves a cheerful giver. He loves someone who does it from their heart. He loves it when someone goes out of their way. He said, when, when your neighbor asks you to go one mile, go two miles. That's what the word of God said. Go out of your way for your brethren. This is what pleases me. I called you to serve. I called you to be a servant. I called you to give out of yourself. John 13, 15. If I then, your Lord and master, have washed your feet. Oh, hallelujah. Ye also ought to wash one another's feet. Like I said earlier, how many people are waiting on us to wash their feet that need help, that need service, that need encouragement, that need love, that need support, that need connection, that need whatever it is, companion. There's so much that we can offer people, but we we allowing uh, uh, situations and trials and tribulations to harden our heart and we don't love like we used to love. And we got to get back to love. My pastor uh, was preaching an awesome message today. Oh, man, it was dope. It was so dope. And one of, he kept saying, get back to your first love. Get back to your first love. Get back when you first fell in love with God. Get back when you first was excited to please God and serve God and serve the people of God. Get back to your first love. When you was okay, you know, really spending time in the presence of Get back. Get back to your first love and everything that goes with it. Because it's, you, I remember that exciting feeling when you first got saved and you're all in ministry and, and everything, it just feels so good and you're happy and you're smiling and you want to help everybody. You want to love on everybody. And I know things happen and, you know, people hurt you and people, you know, offend you. But as a instrument and a vessel unto God, it's not about what people do. It is about the decision we made when we came to the altar. 
And we said, Lord, I will serve you. And Lord, I will give my life. Just like it said that even the son of man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister in his life of ransom. The same way Jesus gave us his life. Can we be willing to give him ours and be a servant unto the kingdom of God? Be a servant to the word, be a servant to the kingdom, be a servant to our brethren, be a servant to our sisters, be a servant to our parents, be a servant to our wives, be a servant to our husbands, be a servant to our children. When was the last time you served? Who were you serving? Maybe the question is, have you ever served? Because you know what I notice, family? I I notice as I read the Bible that Jesus, the more he served, the more he did. It didn't it didn't his is it didn't get smaller. And I, that's really not the right word I want to say, but I'm, it's going to work for right now. The more Jesus served, the more powerful he became. The more the more his miracles was like, wow, whoa, look at this guy. This has to be God. This has to be God because no man can do this. He went from glory to glory. Amen. So imagine the anointing, imagine the authority, imagine the power we would have if we knew how to submit and serve like Jesus did. He said to those who believe can do what I do and more. So if we was to do what Jesus really did and really serve and wash the people's feet and listen to their stories and listen to their heart and loved on them and encouraged them and prayed for them and, and really did what Jesus did, how much authority will we have? How much authority will we really have over the enemy that when we begin to say, thus says the Lord, everything shifts, everything moves, and we will begin to see us, see ourselves go from glory to glory because we are in the image of Christ. We are the same example that Jesus was in the earth. But we're not serving like Jesus served. We do a little here, do a little there, and then we go about our business feeling good about ourselves like we actually did something. But like I said, Jesus never took no days off. And yes, I know. Yes, I'm not telling you to serve yourself into the ground. No. Use your discernment. Use your discernment to know. The scripture says in Ecclesiastic, there's a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. We must discern the hour. We, may, we must discern, okay, this is it's time for me to serve. We have to learn to discern in the spirit that when we see our brethren and we see our sisters that this is the time I need to help them. This is the time I need to encourage them. This is the time I need to love on them. Yeah, I'm in my feelings. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. Yeah, I'm going through this. Yeah, I'm going through that. But this is the time for me to love on my sister. This is the time for me to love on my brother. It's time for me to serve. Today is the day I serve. Yeah, I'm a little tired. I work all week. But when we could discern in the spirit that the Holy Spirit is calling us to this person. He's given us those sweet nudges that we can love on this person. We have to be obedient. We have to be obedient. Hallelujah. We have to. Say, Lord, I hear you. And because I I follow you, I serve you. I'm not going to just say, yes, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ and don't serve. That don't go together. That's why Jesus said, if you follow me, you, 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 you got to serve. 
And where I am, my servant will be with me also. I got something for you to do. I love you too. You love me. I love you. But I, I got something for you to do. I didn't, I didn't save you just so you can be encouraged, just so you can feel loved, just so you can feel at peace and at joy. I, I didn't do this just for you. There's generations in you. There's nations in you. I saved you for a purpose. I put gifts and I put talents in you for a purpose so that you can serve the people of God, that you can serve the people in your community, that you can serve the people in your house. I did it for a purpose. I did it for this season, for such a time as this. I called you and I ordained you, says the Lord. I did it for a purpose. And when we begin to when we begin to really, really act like Jesus. And trust me, your sister is talking to herself too. (laughs) You know, and I, I can, we can all do a little more serving. Amen. We can all serve a little more. We can all get out, out, out of, out of our feelings and say, you know what? Let me just, my business, let me go home. If you feel the Holy Spirit nudging on you, reach out to that person. When a person randomly dropping your mind, or at least we say randomly, but it ain't re- randomly. God is strategic. Pick up the phone. Stop by. Because you don't know. You don't know what God is doing and how God wants to use you as a vessel. I love the Bible. It says, to be a vessel of honor or a vessel of dishonor. And I know just like myself, you want to be a vessel of honor unto God. You don't want to turn your head every time the Holy Spirit tell you to reach out. You don't want to turn your head every time the Holy Spirit tell you to love. You don't want to turn your head every time the Holy Spirit tell you to text that person. You don't want to turn your head every time the Holy Spirit tell you to encourage and support someone regardless of your circumstances, regardless of your situation. Because like I said, family, my own experience, I watch God love on me when I'm loving on his children. Every time I get out of myself and I go out of my way, I see God love on me in ways that I can't even comprehend. When I encourage them, I'm encouraged. When I support them, I start seeing support in my own life. Because that's, we are connected. We are connected. And we don't realize we're connected. Just because we don't share a name don't mean we're not connected. We are all connected by the blood of Jesus Christ. If you are a born again believer, you're my sister and my brother. And if God calls me to you, I'm going to respond. I'm going to act. I'm going to call. I'm going to pick up that phone. I'm going to come by. I'm going to do what it is that the Holy Spirit tell me to do because I'm a servant. I follow him to serve him. Not to just say the name of Jesus, but to do the works of Jesus. Hallelujah. Halabaso. I'm going to say that again. I didn't get saved just to say the name of Jesus. I, I got saved so I can do and be like Christ in the earth. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. And we got to serve a little more. We got to reach out a little more. 
we got to love a little more. So I was just worshiping today and I just was saying, Lord, make me a servant. We all think we got it going on. I'm quick to say I'm all that in a bag of chips. But I'm as good as I am a servant unto God. To the amount that God can use me will be to the amount he can bless me. To the amount that you are willing to submit so God can use you will be to the amount that he can bless you. And no, we do not need to do anything to be blessed by God because it's by his grace. But when we walk in obedience and when we love one another, God gets really excited when he sees his children loving on one another. The Bible says, be good to them, especially, especially those of the faith. You be good to your sister. You be good to your brother, says the Lord. So I just wanted to come and share what was on my heart. Um, meditating and asking the Lord to create in me a clean heart and a right spirit within me that I can be the servant he's calling me to at this hour, that I don't be so focused on the things that I got going on, that I miss the opportunity to be used by God, that I don't miss the opportunity to love, encourage, support my brothers and sisters, that I don't get so sideswiped because it's easy. You know, it's so much going on. It's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy to shift your focus But God is a God of alignment and he will quickly align us and put us back in order and get us back on track. That's how good he is. That's how faithful he is. And I I thank God for being a keeper. I thank God that he loves us so much that he knows how to get us back on track and say, hey, I need you to do this. I need you to get back on track. I need you to do that. I need you to get back in alignment. So that's just what I'm doing. Your sister's coming here, loving on you and reminding you to stay focused. Stay focused on why you were called. Stay focused on your purpose. Stay focused on being a servant of God and allow yourself to get outside of yourself and serve your brothers and sisters and be that servant unto them. Begin to wash the feet of those that are around you. Hallelujah. Begin to wash the feet. Begin to pray those prayers and encourage and love and support whatever it is that they need. Now is the time to humble yourself and be a servant. Be a servant. Be a servant. Make me a servant. Humble and meek. Lord, let me lift up those who are weak and may the prayers of my heart always be make me a servant make me a servant today family I love you. May God keep you. And if you would like to contact me, reach out to me. My information will be in the description box, my Instagram, my email. 
I would love to connect with you. I say that on so many different times. If you want to just pray, if you, whatever, just reach out, you know, I'm giving you that open door. Um, I really want to connect with you guys. So it will be in the description box of this podcast. And until I speak to you again, I love you. May God keep you and be a servant. Okay. Okay.